Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. Just back from the beach, and I seem to have gotten the closure that I've so needed, for which I have so longed. Tired of thinking about it, tired of talking about it, I'm sure you're tired of hearing about it. Good news is, I don't think I'll be thinking or talking about it, and I don't think you'll need to hear about it anymore, because again, closure, I think. Went to the beach, got in the water right away, it was infernally hot today. I don't know how hot, I'm going to have to check. It was definitely the hottest day, or at least it felt like the hottest day since I've been here. And it was in the mid-90s the whole week, my whole first week. So I don't know, maybe it, maybe it was high 90s, even in the hundreds. I don't know. It was hot. Sitting on the beach, which of course, again, is sitting on the rocks, looking out over the water, which was just so flat, just so still, rather, today. It was just silky. I mean, it was just, just, just incredible. Just so, so calm. Few people swimming, boats going by. I sat there just appreciating the mountain range on the other side of the water, not not too far off the mainland. Then I looked to my right, just casually as I was kind of looking around, surveying the surroundings, what was going on, and I saw young Neptune. Now, he was further down the beach than when I've seen him in the past. He seems to have had, or seems to have this, this special place, just like I do. Kind of find, like I said, the rocks are so uneven, like I've said in the past, rather. The rocks are so uneven. When you find a place that works for you, you sort of go back to it over and over again. Well, no one was in his place, but young Neptune went further down the beach or the rock, did not look my way. Now, in order to get over there, he had walked behind me, and I'm I'm wearing my hat. Like I said, I wasn't lying down, I was sitting up. So, unless he's just checked out, which of course he could be, And, you know, he could just be wrapped up in his head. But on the other hand, again, it's like if you're, I don't know why I said again, forget the again, strike the again. If you're looking forward to connecting with someone, if you want to connect with someone and you know that you're going someplace where you're likely to meet them, where you've recently had a five hour conversation about everything, then chances are your, your eyes are at least somewhat open. So he goes to another part of the beach. And I think then that I now have my answer. So many mixed signals, as is typical, and this seemed like the first direct message, because this was, an, this was the first opportunity we've had since the last time we were at the beach to actually catch up. And the thing is, I just wanted to do my own thing anyway. It's not even as if I, wanted, I needed him or wanted him to come over and sit down and put his towel down and hang out with me for five hours again. That was just sort of a one-off, special, spontaneous connection that was really nice, but I've got a lot of stuff I want to do today. That's not, it's not as if I was looking for, hoping for that sort of interaction again. But I had been looking forward until the past several days. I had been looking forward to, past few days, I had been looking forward to reconnecting, right? Because we had talked about getting together again. And when I saw him at the store last time and we did have the, the interaction, he said, you know, we'll figure something out. Well, clearly, we're not figuring anything out. Clearly, given, given that he did not choose to even acknowledge me at the beach today. 
I think I got my answer. Now, the temptation, of course, is to try to guess what's going on in his mind. What? How did we go from hitting it off and just having so much to talk to and, yeah, let's get together again, to basically every time I've seen him since, he runs the other direction. And then today when he comes to the beach, he goes to a different part of the beach. I was going to say to, uh, to, to avoid me. That seems a little strong, but, but at least to not connect with me, which might be semantics, but that feels better. <laughs> so, so I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to figure out what's going on in his head. I'm not going to try to revisit our last visit or what might have happened between then and now, because you can't figure out what other people are thinking. You can't figure out not only what they're thinking, but how they're thinking and what sets them off and conclusions they might draw to and how different signs and gestures and words are interpreted and what goes through their minds afterwards and on and on and on. You can't, you just can't know, right? So many times I have friends who go through breakups or different relationship, and it might even be friendship relationship sort of situations and things are breaking down and the communication, they're not getting what they need. And so they start trying to fill in the blanks. And we, we just can't fill in the blanks. The only way to know what someone else is thinking, why, they've, why they're acting as they are, is a direct conversation. That's the only way we can know. We might think we know them so well that we know exactly why they're doing what they're doing or not doing what they're not doing, saying what they're, you know, we don't. We don't. And so as tempting as it is, in the absence of any possibility of having a direct conversation. I mean, of course, I could have gone up to him on the beach, but it's like, why would I go up to him? We only hung out once. It's not like we have this long-standing friendship where he owes me anything or whether, you know, there's something we need to hash out. I'm just going to take at this point, I'm just going to take it at face value. So I'm not going to go have a direct conversation. But that would have been the only way because any other time I've seen him, he's been on the run somewhere else at work, on his way to work, whatever. So like I said... I, I mean, I didn't say this. I mean, it is a little, disappoint, little disappointing. I did enjoy our conversation. I was looking forward to getting to know him a little bit better in my remaining time here. I now see next to no possibility of that happening. Not having the best of days today, I decided not to get up at my normal time and do my normal stint, my normal... Uh, morning at the cafe because I just I just kind of needed to break the routine a little bit. And I'm just feeling kind of despondent, I guess, would be one way of describing it. This, for me, I think for so many uh, creative people, artists, writers, musicians, whatever, as we're trying to find our way through the, through the creative process and, and find some sort of su- success that can sustain us in our endeavors, not knowing if if we're ever going to find that success, then, you know, I can go long stints and just work, 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 and see tangible progress and feel good about the direction that I'm going in. But during those long stints, those long periods of just working and setting up the next phase, which is obviously what I'm trying to do right now, you still don't know if it's going to pay off, right? The creative life is just so uncertain. And so much of what we do, we don't know if it's going to matter beyond, obviously, anything we do is going to have some sort of personal growth that comes along with it. We're going to benefit in some way. And I also know that we, we need to be in the present. We need to be focused on 
now and throwing ourselves completely into whatever it is, you know, whatever our current projects are and all of that without focusing on the outcome specifically because we can't know the outcome. And if we, if we're constantly worried about and preoccupied with the potential outcome and what we hope happens at the end and what we fear might not happen, then obviously that can sabotage our efforts here and now. At the same time, can't help but think about it sometimes. And so, you know, I've been working really, really hard since being here. And today I'm just having one of those days where I'm just wondering if it's all going to add up to anything. You know, I looked at my my books yesterday online and they're they're the two main ones, the two that do the best are still near the tops of their categories, which is great. But that's not paying the rent and it's not going to pay the rent, which is why I'm doing a lot of other side projects that I'm working on here, not even side projects, but just other projects that I'm working on while here. But I never intended to do a lot of these things that I'm doing now, which in a way is good and it's exciting because I'm branching out in ways that I never expected, which I love. But on the other hand, sometimes that just sort of cascades and happens naturally and you just go where the doors open. And then kind of what I'm doing today, I think, is pausing and saying, well, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do some of these new things that I'm just like flying forward on? Do I really want to teach workshops? Do I really want to figure out another podcast? Do I want to continue my existing weekly podcast? So it's just one of those days that happens periodically that I, again, I think it's part of the process. It's frustrating. I don't like having these kind of days. I don't like the doubt and the fear and the second guessing and just kind of feeling this general sense of being overwhelmed and not sure if it matters, if I should continue with different things, if I should just do something else. So again, I think that's part of the process. It doesn't make it any more fun. And when I am having days like this, I mean, there are a few different things that I do just to get through them. One is I can just take a break. I can just put it all aside. Today, for example, I could just go to the beach and rather than doing my two-hour jaunt to the beach, I could just really hang out there. I could read. I could explore the island. I could do a lot of other things just to kind of refill that creative, the creative coffers so that, um, that I, yeah, that I recharge. I could just, um, power through and just throw myself back into the work. And there's so many things that I need to do that I can lose myself in the work pretty easily. I can just, might have to force myself more than I normally do to get into get to get into the work because normally I enjoy the work but but that's another another thing that I can do. The other thing is I can just work on a project that's just more like a passion project and less focused about the workshops are largely to make money or the podcast is this new big undertaking the potentially new podcast a potentially new podcast would be a bigger undertaking. Maybe I don't want to think in those big terms. Maybe I don't want to think about starting a really big new endeavor today. So I I find something to work on that is work, but it's also just fun, like my new book, which is actually what I've done for the past couple days. But most importantly, I just take a deep breath and I do do some meditation to kind of clear my head. And then whatever it is that I do, whatever it is I choose to do to, to just kind of get through this, Ultimately, it's just about putting one foot in front of the uh, one foot in front of the other and continuing forward. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out matthewfelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.